Hey, it's Jill. And Tiff. <laughs> we still have our manly, raspy voices, but we're going to roll with it with you. Yes. Um, did you think that that conversation just made you feel a little bit um, not intellectual? <laughs> oh my gosh. Some of I the know. words he used, I, I was like, I'm just going to pretend and smile and nod. It's. I mean, I've been around people who... who just know so much and they know these like scientific words and it's like they know which one goes together and I could never say it but it's a language I can somewhat understand I could never repeat it I'd have to like I did sales for myself like in the supplement industry and I just had to find my own way of explaining how these products work but totally. he takes it to a whole nother level and that's a guy I want to learn from yeah I mean I learned more in the hour that we chatted to him about my body than I've known in 28 years. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like, he is one of the most intelligent, down-to-earth, handsome young man who's just super successful. Yeah. Yeah, he's killing it out there. He's... What else is he doing? He's got lots of things on the go. He's got tons of things on the go. He gave us a little bit of an insight of a future plan that he has. So we're definitely going to have him back. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) I had a hair in my mouth. I'm like a dog. I had a hair in my mouth. Anyhow. See? We just keep it raw and real, people. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) I'm super excited for you guys to get to know Justin because... I mean, I've bought supplements off him for the last five years, and I think I'm doing okay in life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still alive. Yeah. Um, no, and he, every time I talk to him, I just, there's new vibes out there of how smart he is and just how well he knows his stuff. And um, I just get excited because he's just a real human being. Yeah. Who? Yeah, who's got a passion. He's huge. obviously very passionate about this part of you know what he's doing what he's up to yeah and and like nobody just talks like that the future (laughs) of his plans the things that he has coming up like you want to hear about it it's exciting yeah it's exciting for people in the fitness world yeah 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 for sure stay tuned and um you'll get to hear from the super super handsome justin ow ow It'll be, we'll let you know as soon as it airs, okay. and you'll be like... So, you guys are just leading this? I'm just kind of along for the ride? Is that how it's going? We're just gonna, uh, just kind of have fun. Um, Let me call that's... before we actually start. Are we started? Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> that was a, that was a lame cough. No, it's, I feel like that. I just need to get one out. Oh, okay. Because usually, like, my cough's like, I'm basically pissing my pants. I'm medicated right now, so I feel okay. You're okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Your, your little smile. Your cough yeah. sounds like you're dying. Tim. I know. It's like, like she, I was in here doing a client's eyelashes, and I had to leave the the, the vicinity. <laughs> and Here's then I'm like, cough. we can hear her through the walls yeah. in the bathroom. And my client was like, should you go check on her? <laughs> oh no, are you serious? <laughs> I think she's fine. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm. But don't they say as long as you're coughing? That's a good thing. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's like if you're choking, if someone's coughing, they're fine. 
because they can breathe. They cough and then breathe in, cough okay, again, okay. breathe in. But if you're choking, you can't get any oh, air in that okay. pathway at all. Okay. Oh, interesting. So then you should be concerned. I know, full of facts. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. Sometimes. If you're coughing, you go, okay. Yeah. Are you pulling up? What do you got there? They're just on Trello, but I don't think I added my notes to Trello, and this is not my same book. That's okay. Okay, well, why don't we start... Uh, with Justin, why don't you tell us and tell our audience what you do? So I work in the sports nutrition industry. Um, we have a store here located in Abbotsford, BC called Edge Nutrition. Um, I also have my own company called Kinetic Research where um, we manufacture our own supplements and sell them across Canada. Um, do you sell them in your store? I do, yeah. I, I would assume, I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. So, That'd be weird um, if you didn't. Other than that, I've been involved in uh, 2012. I started competing in bodybuilding. I started 2000, I guess going back to about then. And then yeah, I'm no longer competing anymore. Just kind of taking, I would say a break, but it's a very long break. I don't expect really to go back. But When's the last time you competed? 2015, I believe. 2015. Okay. So I qualified for nationals and I just realized that I wanted to more or less focus on my career. And it just took a lot of time and uh, effort and... I just really wanted to get, kind of take a step away and still focusing on some more um, realistic fitness goals um, while still focusing the majority on my career. So, yeah. huh. What are the other fitness goals that you were refer referring to? Well, right now I'm just kind of trying to get back to um, just hitting some numbers that I used to hit. So I actually had shoulder surgery about two, a year and a half ago, two years ago. So now I'm just kind of trying to get back into the my regular movements and it took me a while to actually get back and really be weightlifting. So now I'm kind mm. of you know, just getting in a place where I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, I did uh, um, boxing again just because I couldn't really move a lot of weight in the gym. So I just tried to find a different, uh, try to set more realistic goals for a little while. But now I'm back in the gym and I feel I feel fine. So. What are your favorite lifts? Mine. I'm simple. You're, you're I, saying movements. Yeah, yeah. You're the movements. So you're I, I'm simple. So like the compound movements, I like benching. I, I like squatting. I'm not the biggest fan in deadlifting, but it's still on my routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of benefit to deadlifting, yeah. but yeah. is there a lot of benefit to doing a rep, one rep max deadlift? Yeah. But even in bodybuilding, I always say like it's a little bit of a different – like for, in a bodybuilder, I always say the bodybuilder has to try, the, try to find the hardest way to do a movement. And in a deadlift, like sure, a stiff take of a deadlift, you can increase your time and attention. But when you're doing um, a deadlift, you like, to increase the amount of tension under that exercise, it's a little bit more difficult, right? So for me, I'm always, like I would always try to find um, a way to almost manipulate the deadlift and try to find a way to stimulate growth ah, uh, in another way. So right? other ways of doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, well, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit's a lot like that where it's like super dynamic. Where yeah. It's like you're trying to find so many ways to do mm. a like squat a, like a deficit mm. yeah or, or yeah. like a deadlift deficit or even like all different kinds of squats bulgarian split squat 100%. Yeah. you know your jerk squat your your, your lunges mm -hmm. uh your pistols yeah i did 40 of those today i we did like what did you do today i did them today too oh that's so random so random <laughs> yeah I did my programming today. It was you. You did your own. No. Oh. Forged by Zeus. Oh. Yeah. Brilliant minds. So do you guys like... do you guys follow different programs then? Yes. Yeah, we don't work out with each other anymore. Oh no. really? Sad day. Yeah. 
But then say, because I'm not completely familiar with CrossFit, then say, for example, when you see like your wad, yeah. who, who, are you getting your own wad and you're getting your own wad? Yeah, so I pay for a programming, it's called Forged by Zeus, okay. and he's just a regional athlete that started it. And Which athlete? Do you know? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <coughs> um, I don't know, but... <coughs> I've been on it for a month, no more than that, two months, and it's changing me a lot. Nice. I've, my numbers have gone up crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to be on the same program. So when you like, when you go to a CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. the coach will have um, programming exactly, yeah. that they'll do for all of the... For the classes. All the classes. But... We're, um, we're rebellious, though. When you're a little bit of a competitor, yeah. you tend to want to follow a program that's more, it's just the heavier volume. Yeah. Mm. And the, like I've been to different CrossFit gyms before and just kind of check them out. If you go to a gym, is everyone in that gym following the same program? And then yes. for some, exactly. So yeah. say when you get to a higher level, you don't want to be doing the same program that someone maybe just got introduced to CrossFit is okay. doing. Right? Usually the program sense. in the gym, like mm. in your class as a competitor, will be like one portion of your program. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually today, um, like someone that goes to a regular CrossFit gym would be like, that's insane. Like, how do you get that done? But it's like, um, I have a lifting portion and then I have a skills portion mm-hmm. accessory and then I have three different wads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's fun. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Not today. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling a little under the weather. What do your programs look like? My favorite program right now, well, right now I'm basically just doing the five through one. So five through one is basically you do five sets. Well, depending on you do your warm up sets first. So that might be anywhere from 10 to 15 reps. And then I go to my five rep, my three rep, um, and then my one rep. But I usually extend that to like as many reps as possible. So I I usually work depending on what my numbers I'm trying to hit. I'll work anywhere from a 50% to a 90%. I never really go for the one rep max. Yeah. So like I said, I kind of stop at as many reps as possible. Then I kind of, when I get to my last set and I'm um, doing 10 reps, that's when I usually increase my weight or, and then work to a higher percentage of my. So if you're working on percentage, how do you know what your percentage is if you've never hit, if you're never hitting (coughs) your one rep max? Um, To be honest, I do a generator online. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. But the, the biggest thing... Why are you laughing? I'm a cheater. But, but I just signed up yeah. to wear the same thing, Smolov. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Do you know I've what never, Smolov is? Yes, but I've never heard of a generator. So, ba- so basically what the... I forget what the website is. It's a generic website, but I, it's not like when I do my programming, I every time I do it, basically I'll know if as long as I'm progressing, progressing each time I do the exercise or each time that I should be progressing... Then I'll just change my numbers to that. Okay. So, like for my shoulder, I would never even attempt my one rep max at this point because the last thing I want to do is injure it again, right? Of course. So, it's just an easy way to get started. And then eventually, like if I was to do, say if the generator was wrong, um, I would obviously just increase my weight straight away and then put myself into a range where I'm sitting anywhere between, let's say, anywhere from three reps to six reps. Yeah. And then right now with chest, I'm training, um, just as an example, I'm training until I get to that 10 rep and then I rechange my numbers and go high. So, Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense yeah. too. I like that. So do you feel, because like I know like as a female, we have strong days and we have obviously not strong days. Yeah. Like it's like this. Yeah. Do you guys get that? Do you find? I feel like because I haven't done weightlifting so long, I, I 
I had a lot of really weak days. Oh, you so did? So now I'm finally getting to a place. <laughs> oh, I see. Now I'm finally getting to a place where I feel like my numbers are a little bit better. More and consistent. Exactly. And I'm, I'm constantly progressing. And at the beginning, it was just getting back into the swing of things and uh, just being comfortable again. How long were you off for? Um, I was boxing for pretty much, like I just started training again maybe a month and a half ago. Oh, okay. So, so I had a good like year and a half where I was just doing, like I did a ton of cardio. I was yeah. training at Mamba MMA in Abbotsford, so it was strictly just boxing. I did some kickboxing, I did some Muay Thai, but I just constantly kept going back to boxing because I liked it a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I trained there so, too. Yeah, it's awesome. I did. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah. It is so much fun. So the gym I'm at right now, they do a lot of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like yeah, a shit you ton. And they it. keep like, Tiff, you want to come up? I'm like... I do. Like, I really, I just don't have time. <laughs> no, I've always loved boxing, though. Yeah. So, for me, it's always just been the sport that I keep. When I was young, that's actually what got me into weightlifting. Because mm. I went to a boxing gym, and then my coach said, you should go to the gym, and basically just told me to lift weights quick. And I did that, and I was like, I love this. And I started just going to the gym more and then boxing less. Okay. So, when I couldn't <coughs> train as much, uh, the first thing that I kind of wanted to do was just get back into something that I knew I enjoyed. And uh, it is the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. Boxing like you're, is? You're just constantly challenging yourself. Like in the gym, it's, it's like weightlifting is easy to me now because you kind of just go through your movements, hit your numbers, show up the next day, and then kind of do it again. Of course, you're going to have your good days and your bad days, but you're constantly going to improve. But with boxing, I swear, like, I don't, did you train with Coltar 101? No. So I would go, if he was to tell me what I had to accomplish that day, I would leave the gym. There's no way I would be able to do it. But every day, you'll constantly surprise yourself. And be. Do you know what you're supposed no, to do before you go? No, okay. Not ah, at all. So no so, cherry picking. Like, and it's weird because for me, like my mobility has always been something that holds me back. And there'll be days where I have to learn. Like when I was kickboxing, they wanted to teach me um, a specific kick. And if you were to tell me that if I went one day and by the end of that day I would be able to do this kick, I I would be like, there's no way. So in one class, like he's such an amazing oh, coach. So love it. for me, it was just there were things that I never thought I would be able to do. And in one session, I'd be able to do, which is amazing. So, huh. yeah. What do you find? Cause like you're a gym rat. Yeah. So do you find the community in a boxing gym different than uh, like? I train for a really gym? different reason though. Like I don't. That sounds bad because I'm yeah. comparing to. Okay. I I train. I like training by myself. So for me, like that is my therapy. When I go to the gym, I can put my headphones in. I don't have to, there's no one I need to talk to. There's no one I need to engage with. That's my time to just escape from, like I work in an industry where I'm always talking to people. Mm -hmm. It's my time to not talk to people and just for myself. Cool. In the boxing gym, it is very, very much a community. So when you wake up in the morning and do your cardio, you're doing it with six to eight other guys. When you go do striking in the evening, you're constantly working with guys. So I feel like I didn't get the same fulfillment that I do get from weightlifting. Um, just putting your headphones in, training, and kind of getting the job done, as I did from boxing. So that's kind of where um, I, I would separate the two. Like I enjoy the the therapy that weightlifting gives me. Yeah. But I enjoy the progression of learning something new through boxing. So if you were in a conventional gym for your weightlifting, how long would you spend in the gym? Forty five minutes. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. It's not that long. No, it's not. People always but say if that you're, to me. Yeah. But if you're by yourself, I don't you're really banging. Take, yeah, I don't you're really take breaks out. either. Like I'll you're just go, like super set. I don't even do supersets though. I'm, my workouts are so simple. Like, I'll mm. go there. I'll do four sets of bench. Like I might do four exercises for all my workouts. Really, yeah. really. Like, my workouts super simple, but I constantly just keep hitting my numbers and then. Do you just have like a natural muscle then? Like. I've always been always that been way. I've always been that way. Lucky. So I can just go to the gym and then yeah, I just. 
Yeah, I just hit my numbers and then leave. The one reason why I said a long time ago, uh, I met a, a professional bodybuilder and that's basically what like, go in there, hit your numbers and then come back the next day and do more. I find people go into the gym, especially bodybuilders and will destroy themselves and still try to train six days a week. That's right. me. But how are you, like when are you giving yourself time to, rec- when are you giving yourself time to recover? Well, I take two days off. Well, th- there's your two days off. But for me, it's like as long as I'm always progressing, if I stop progressing, I would make a change. Yeah. But I'm still progressing in every exercise that yeah, I I'm do. Yeah, I'm still pro- progressing yeah. too. Yeah. But I'm like a hurting unit as well. Yeah. <laughs> but then I too find sometimes when you're training in the way that you train, Jill, like at such high intensity and high volume and... Yeah, your numbers are going up, but I think even as a female, it's a little more detrimental because we kind of get through the our, our cycle in the yeah, month, yeah. and it's like sometimes you can't get to a red line. Well, I couldn't even, for instance, I last week overhead squat 155 for four. I couldn't even do 110 today. Oh, yeah. Because, you Isn't know, that it's shark up? week. And then, Sorry. yes, <laughs> no, you don't understand. It's yeah. so fun. No, I get that. I get that. It's, it's like, yeah, and then it's debilitating. And then your even, ego yeah. just goes down the drain, right? Because you get on the like bike, and I'm just like, this is not happening. Yeah, yeah. So it's like hard physically and emotionally to keep up with that volume. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that I thought about this last year during the open at least once that a woman has her period yeah so it's like i don't know it was something for the guys i was laughing about that i'm like you like you guys don't get your period during the open but women do at least once because it's it goes for a full four weeks that's right yeah that's right and it's hard to be on the a game yeah all the time 100 yeah so do you ever get these questions? <laughs> yeah, 100%. When, do you? But so the, what do you suggest? Well, the biggest thing is just understanding what's happening during a female cycle. And when you look at specific sex hormone imbalances, to look what other imbalances they're directly associated with. So for example, anytime, and like you can take this further, and um, I'll get into that afterwards, I guess. But when you see an imbalance within your sex hormones of that time of month, the first thing, or the first thing that is directly associated with it is obviously cortisol. So when you're training hard, you're the first thing that you're kind of throwing, you're increasing cortisol already, but the first thing that you're doing when you start having those imbalances are creating further cortisol. So looking at... Um, and cortisol is stress a hormone. stress hormone. So if we're party putting our bodies under a ton of stress and adding that extra stress, obviously it can affect our numbers as well too, yeah. or affect our training or affect anything else. Um, there's a couple other things that are associated with it. Digestion, obviously, one of them too. What and, about storage of fat? Um, so another thing as well is um, it can actually directly affect insulin resistance. Mm. So if your body's um, uh, becoming more resistant to insulin, um, you're not gonna, basically it's a storage hormone. Uh, your carbohydrates are going to be more easily stored as fat than uh, as used as energy. So again, we can't really um, we can't really prevent a female from getting her period, but no. there are other ways to manage it in that process. So from a supplement point of view. Um, taking something like vitamin B5, a little bit of ashwagandha, uh, rhodiola, all things that will definitely help manage stressors uh, during that time of month. You taking notes? So you only <laughs> would take those during that time? I personally think all athletes should take something to manage cortisol okay. um, and, and manage inflammation as well too. So at that time of the month, obviously it would be higher, but we got to remember that weight training isn't necessarily a natural thing. Us going to the gym six days a week and killing ourselves isn't natural. 
Uh, So taking something to help um, manage those side effects or not even side effects, direct effects of weight training. um, It doesn't matter if it's that time of the month where it would be more necessary. It should be taken all the time. Right. What would you tell a girl if she came in and said, like, I haven't had my period for X amount of years um, and I'm an athlete and then she's like, you know, I want, I want to get my period. There's certain factors that, like, there's almost too many factors that could cause that, though. That's the only thing. So, like, obviously talking to an endocrinologist and figuring out where your hormones are at. Yeah. Um, is the person on birth control? Are they not on birth control? There's so many different questions that I would ask. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's kind of a harder question. There's some um, there's some things like supplements that can cause. I have caused um, females that haven't gotten their period in a long time to get them, but I would want to further figure out the root of the problem and then address it from there. Yeah, right. And then it, 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 and it even goes like I me- I met I mentioned the birth control pill too. That's another thing. Like the oral contraceptive contraceptive pill is that how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. yeah. Pill? yeah. Is uh, if you look at some of the side effects that are associated with. Uh, even anabolic steroids, the direct effect of the birth control pill will even further um, um, cause imbalances within your sex hormones too. So we're talking about um, um, dige- issues of your digestive tract, uh, issues of your thyroid health, issues of uh, cortisol, uh, insulin resistance, and so on. Uh, they're even more um, more important to address when someone is on something like birth control too. Right. Are either of you on birth control? No. No. Okay, Never there you been. Go. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just no. It's very common for women and athletes to, especially like bodybuilder women, to not have their periods. Well, there's a couple like even when I said if you look at it from an opposite point of view, um, how sex hormones can influence your cortisol. Cortisol can also influence your sex hormones. Okay. So opposite kind of applies, right? Right. So if someone's constantly under stress, there could be a reason where you either. Um, Is that where angry could, sex comes from? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Right. But, well, that's a, just a complex, right? That's just a complex. <laughs> you leave that's that at the door complex. tip. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that could be an issue in the sense of maybe there's uh, how a simple way to look at it is when testosterone and estrogen are high, progesterone is low. And then when progesterone is high, testosterone, did I say that? When yeah. testosterone, testosterone and estrogen are low, progesterone is high. Okay. So something as simple as cortisol <coughs> um, could directly affect that. But it's kind of like the never-ending cycle because if, say, you're stressed, you have a digestive issues, and they're further causing uh, imbalances within your thyroid, all those three things can kind of attack your sex hormones and cause those severe imbalances, which could be the, the culprit of why uh, someone is uh, getting the period more often or not enough. Often. But again, right. it's, it's such a bar. I can't just say that. Such a generic yeah. per person to exactly. person. Oh, exactly. my gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah. like anything. You can't, you can't really go across the board. No. It would just take a specialist or somebody who knows, 100%. you know, yeah. how to work with an individual. Mm. Huh. Interesting. So, um, I don't know if it's too soon to bring this up, but like, since we're kind of like on the topic with females, um, can we talk about steroids for a second? Yeah. Can sure. we? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my biggest fear, I've never done them, but. For me, I feel like if I did them, I'd fucking get jacked. <laughs> I know. I think I would be huge. I'd be, I'd be a, a fucking mutant. I'd you would. Mutant. I would yeah. be a mutant. Like I gain muscle so fast. Underneath that blouse, she's like built like a she's dude. Jacked. <laughs> built like a dude. <laughs> I don't. I'm still curvy. You. Could, I'm muscle curvy. You could get jacked. Yeah, I think I would just get like over the top, but. 
my husband was like, if you could never do steroids, you're too emotional. <laughs> True. I'm like, ow. Yeah, so, good so point. Where, where we just took it in the sense of even comparing it to a birth control pill, all those things are dramatically... Um, so say, for example... What any, do you mean by comparing it to a birth control pill? Well, the oral contraceptive pill gives you the direct effects of what any sort of anabolic steroid would. Okay. Yeah. So wait, say that if again? someone was wait. on steroids, it's like a contraception as well? Um, they're directly give you the same effects, tell you the truth. If you can manipulate your sex hormones, it's considered an anabolic steroid. Birth control is considered an anabolic steroid. So Really? Yeah. But it's not going to make it. It's not going to, like, remember how I just, so there's different types of um, uh, birth control pills. There's ones that. I mean, that makes sense because they say you gain weight when you're on the birth control pill. Well, like, you can't, but it depends which ones you have because sometimes birth control pills will give you a balance of progesterone and estrogen or just directly estrogen or just progesterone. Depends what so you're So remember meaning. how we manipulate those hormones. Yeah. Testosterone <laughs> is high, estrogen is also high. When progesterone is uh, low, obviously you're going to see a higher amount okay. of testosterone yeah. and estrogen. So, like, it, it, it's one thing that I always compare with females because I think it's something that, uh, in in from a female point of view, I think there and there should be a stigma associated with it. But uh, I think a lot of females don't realize they're already taking something to um, manipulate their sex hormones. Really, as the first for the birth control pill. For the birth control pill. Right. Yeah. But when you get into like actual anabolic steroids, um, like. I don't know where we're going with that, but at the end of the day, um, obviously, yes, you would get huge because yeah. you're taking the primary sex hormone to build muscle or build muscle, or increase nitrogen, or increase glucose or glycogen within your muscle. Um, uh, it's the male, the primary male hormone that's going to be able to do all those things for you. So. Well, if you think of like all the transgenders happening right now, yeah, especially from male to female, yeah. it's like it's kind of a little bit of the opposite, yeah. but. Okay, so, I mean, educate me a little bit. So, with females taking steroids, is that always, should there always be concern about um, developing ovarian cancer? Um, I feel like, is it bad that I'm going to give all this information? People are going to know that I know a lot about steroids. I've never talked about this in open. You're in before. the, you're in the nutrition. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. In, you're in the, in the yeah. you're in yeah. Yeah, you're the expert here. Yeah. It does, it doesn't mean anything. It just um, means that you know more than we do and... Yeah, no, we're good. Um, then, uh, so, okay, what, 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 oh. okay, so females, if, if a female could take any sort of anabolic steroids, there's obviously some that they would have more severe side effects with. Yeah. So if you look at what, um, let's say, te- let's, let's look at steroids in general, what they're originally derived from is cholesterol. So basically what they did is you look at testosterone, it's the closest thing to cholesterol, and then they've been able to mutate it over and over again to give you different compounds. Um, it would never be recommended for a female to take testosterone because it would, it would have a ton of adverse side effects, but there are some compounds that a female can take without having so many severe side effects. Mm. Um, they won't be as anabolic, but they will still um, obviously give you stimulate muscle growth, um, stimulate uh, muscle endurance, and so on. So. Do you know how much needs to be in, like, found in the body to make a difference? Uh, for a female, a very small amount, because females already have such a small amount, um, next to nothing. Imagine if we doubled it, tripled it, and you're already stimulating muscle growth as you are. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously going to make a big difference. So it can be like point zero zero. I forget how many deciliters. I think it's deciliters. It's deciliters. but I can't remember exactly. Deciliters. I'm pretty sure that's how they measure it. I could be wrong about mm. that, though. So, yeah. Interesting. So it probably wouldn't take much. 
But yeah, but that's the funny thing when we go into I'm totally changing from steroids to cholesterol. I think cholesterol is a, such an um, um, a uh, misunderstood uh, and such a beneficial uh, compound in the human body. People always think cholesterol. Now they're finally saying good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. But what we just talked about in testosterone, uh, that's actually derived from your LDL. What's an LDL? What people consider bad cholesterol is. So if people didn't have their quote unquote bad cholesterol, um, they wouldn't have testosterone. So what's good and what's bad cholesterol? Um, HDL is considered good. LDL is considered bad, but it's not necessarily true. Oh, what he's saying. Yeah, Yeah, because that's your... Even um, like the from the sun. So when we get sun, what what it actually does is it um, increases. So there's a couple. The easiest way to describe it is, um, say for example, there's a certain reason why your body would increase too much LDL. So the body always wants a high amount of HDL, but with LDL, um, it can cause high, too much LDL can cause issues. There's small particles that can essentially get caught within your arteries, then cause calcification, and then it could lead to heart disease. Um, but the problem is, is there's reasons why your body will create too much LDL um, and it's not necessarily from the food we eat. For example, where we live and we don't, especially this time of the year, if we're not getting enough sun, our body will actually create more LDL to make up the fact that we're not getting enough vitamin D. So our vitamin D is derived from our uh, cholesterol. What's the side effects of that? Of, of not having enough vitamin D? Uh, LDL, or if we're having too much LDL? Side effects would essentially be having too much more particles, which could cause calcification with our arteries oh, once they okay. essentially get into the, uh, the walls. Um, but the thing is, if you take something as simple as vitamin D, like say for example where we live here, if we took more vitamin D, yeah. um, it could help the fact that um, we're not gonna produce so much uh, because our body's not constantly creating on its own. Same thing with testosterone. If you look at heart disease within males, you notice how testosterone stops dropping when st- starts dropping in males at the age of 30, 1% every year. You notice when they're in their 50s, 60s, they're, they have an increased as, uh, risk of heart disease. Oh. If you look at um, the LDL being increased, the co- constantly, if your body's saying, I don't have enough testosterone, it's going to try to increace more LDL to create more cholesterol, uh, testosterone. And if they're not getting enough, if they're not producing enough, what will happen is you should just have an overload of these small particles, which could essentially clog up our arteries. Which could be avoided if someone just took vitamin D. Or that's just vitamin D, but it could also be looked at for testosterone replacement therapy too for males. Oh, shit. Yeah. Replacement therapy. Yeah. Is that like... It's actually more common now. Is it? Yeah, so doctors will look at, will measure a male's testosterone production, free testosterone, total testosterone and then try to get them back to a normal level. So a normal level is anywhere between seven and 27, I believe. So if you are under seven, um, there's obviously some, depression is one of them. The leading cause of depression in males is low testosterone. Mm. Uh, But then we also look at heart disease and so on. See, this is why we're crazy bitches. (laughs) 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 We're testosterone's just like down. The estrogen is high, that's why. (laughs) That's hilarious. So. What do they, do you know what they use to balance those hormones then? Testosterone. Or, um, oh, okay. Yeah, so you'll go so to your doctor and they'll prescribe the, you testosterone. Prescri- wow. <coughs> okay. Yeah, so a lot of naturopathic doctors do it now. Um, it used to be a lot harder. If you looked at the UK, they've been doing this for years. Canada just kind of got on the bandwagon a couple of years ago. In the UK, they, well, in Canada, what would happen, you go to your doctor, you say, I'm depressed, and they'd put you on some form of antidepressant. So you look at the suicide rate of people that are taking some, some forms of SSRIs, which is serotonin, uh, SSRI, serotonin, 
uh, reuptake inhibitor, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, and the suicide rate was actually higher. So what the doctors started doing is looking at older males and uh, measuring their testosterone levels. And if they were lower uh, on testosterone, the first thing they would do is they'd recommend to, to top them up with testosterone. Mm. Um, the risk of, no, sorry, the suicide risk dramatically went down and depression dramatically went down within the individuals. Wow. So it's pretty interesting. That is so cool. the individuals that test was just on males? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So Canada, it's more popular. Usually you can go to your doctor. A lot of old school doctors won't recommend it, but... Um, um, if you look at some of the researches that now a lot of newer doctors will recommend to measure those levels and then uh, you go and get your shot every your doctor will administer your shot every couple of weeks and then top you up and get what you would be the again. cause of this um, cause to go see your doctor well um, for for a male to have lower testosterone to have to happens. go get this balance it just happens over time males testosterone drops after 30 30 years old it drops every year uh, until then until they die but I could imagine like some people might be like, uh, more affected by it than others like sometimes and there I are, couldn't imagine only 50 year olds this affecting no there are other things that can cause like alcohol is one of them yeah. like uh, constantly be increasing uh, hormones or decreasing testosterone through things that we do through the food we eat through alcohol through stress those are all things that are naturally going to cause your testosterone production to come down mm -hmm. so let's say the more that you consume um, the more likely you are to have a lower testosterone level yeah stress is the hugest one stress is so huge everything. does this play a factor if someone's like on this testosterone or on um, any kind or does computer. it play a factor into their um, sperm count to have children um i would there's there's kind of I'll grab a couple more beers there's uh there's kind of miss um mixed reviews on that i personally think it does yeah um but the only way to really know like there's been i had a really good friend that uh used to take anabolics back in the day and when i say anabolics back in the day he was a high level bodybuilder and he was still having kids oh okay. so so for me i i think I, just from my personal experience but i do believe if you go back long enough i think uh, a form of testosterone was actually used as male birth control uh, back in the day. They were studying it for it to become male birth control. Really? Yeah, so I'm not completely positive. Like, I won't be able to actually tell you the exact study, but I believe that they used to study uh, exogenous testosterone um, to uh, as a form of male birth control back in the day. Interesting. Yeah. Back so, in the day? Like, how yeah, long ago? I can't that? remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Damn it. Don't get that down there. Yeah. Is that warm? Um, Whatever. That's, Double fist that's... in it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our beers, broads, and is no broads, dudes, beers, and broads. There you go. Fuck. Why do we always fuck that up? <laughs> well, it's like a. You it's could not say even it, a tongue twister. You could say it anyway. That's why. Is that why? Yeah. So it's like whatever it is today. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I was on your Instagram and I saw something about you doing counseling. Was that a thing? Counseling. Coaching. Or something Online that coaching? you want to do in the future? Or, or life coaching? Consulting? I don't know. I, I deleted everything from my Instagram. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He changed careers. Because I went to go like <laughs> look back to like yeah. do some... I've done consulting. I'm actually working on uh, something right now. That's why I've kind of got everything... Uh, kind of, I guess, restarting my Instagram. Um, I actually... Uh, I'm working on a new business right now as well too. Oh. Um, it's I don't really want to say much about it, but it's basically just a, uh, connecting trainers to further tools to offer their clients, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a really unique thing yeah, I'm working on right cool. now. So how so, do you find people to? 
I am doing in the process of doing that right now. So what we're doing, we're just developing the platform. I think on the 15th of next month, today was the first day we looked at the website and just kind of agreed on everything. And then uh, the next month, a month from now, we're actually starting to test the model as well too. So we're picking 15 trainers and uh, just doing a trial model with them for the next couple months. And then uh, after that, obviously we're gonna do here first, BC first, then Toronto. And then if it, everything works, we want to expand into the states. Which would you be cool. Would you be interested in doing like with some CrossFit trainers? Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. I want to do it as a, a broad of a spectrum as I can because it is it it is a really cool um, it's a really cool business model. So it's completely transparency. Where the supplement industry right now is, it kind of allows the rich to get richer. Yeah. And you can imagine personal trainers are some of the most um, knowledgeable people and underpaid people. Within. I can agree with that. Exactly. So yeah. I like I was a personal trainer when I was 17 years old and I never got to just be a personal trainer. I had to be a personal trainer slash construction worker. Mm. I got to be a personal trainer and slash sweep supplement stores. And then eventually it just got to the point where I realized that, um, and it is a huge industry with a ton of competition. Um, when you first start out, it is very hard just to really focus on the main goal of just giving your clients uh, or helping your clients fulfill their needs and goals. Um, because you're constantly having to find another means of income. Mm. So it's actually a way to um, reimburse the trainer and the model as well, too. So, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, so really cool. so you're that's your business that you're talking about. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I like it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about it. Yeah, no kidding. Very cool. When are you launching? January 15th, we do the trial. Whoa. Model. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, maybe we'll have you back and then yeah. find out where yeah, you're Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Should you do a uh, reading for his business? <gasps> Ooh. Where's your cards? Right Is it like there. tarot cards? Is yes. I just <laughs> got <laughs> them. <laughs> <That's me before. laughs> Tiff texted me one time. So excited. And we were thinking of ideas for the podcast and stuff. And she texted me and I was in a really like weird mood. And she's like, do you want to do a tarot reading? And all I put back was, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, whatever. So I, I ended up getting, I didn't plan to buy this, but I I wanted a set. And then so I brought it here and I'm like, we're doing a reading. Have so she not, did you it. Not, you haven't done it yet? Or you yeah, did? she did. She did one to me earlier, but yeah, it, it actually, I don't know. It just wasn't the answer you wanted. I'm sorry. It wasn't uh, like a straight enough answer. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so you, Sometimes ask, you ask it, a specific question then. Well, it's, it's not going to be a yes or no question. Okay. You're going to want to ask a question that like how... I think you should ask something about your business. Yeah. How is my business going to do? Am I making the right decisions? <laughs> or, it just gives me all this negative and messes with me. I just want to No. Know. This is all... Um, it's all positive, so okay. if anything, it's going to be... I think more be... so is how you will per take Interpret this. Per yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in all the cards, like the definitions and readings, what they mean, they're, they can be negative depending on like where you're at. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get the answer I wanted. Okay. Yeah. But it wasn't a like negative card either. <laughs> so basically what you're going to do is um, you're going to think of your question. Do you know what it is? Do you know what you want? I what, what you want to know? What are we asking? We're asking how whatever you want. You can like, ask me anything. I did this once before. A complicated. <laughs> you did. I did this, no, I did it. I went and saw a psychic. Oh, you psychic. did? Yeah, full We're blown. not psychic. I went and saw a full blown psychic, and she scared the shit out of me with this stuff. 
No, I swear to you. What made you decide to do that? Because someone told me that she was real, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for myself, and I paid. I paid and everything. This girl was real. I swear to you that this girl was full blown real. I actually pulled out the tarot cards. So my the business that I own was. Did you ever meet Gord back in the day? No. So my business was started by my boss named Gord Pronek. Okay. And she pulled out these cards, and as she was pulling them, she started mentioning like an older father figure for me, but blah, blah, blah. He's not my dad, but he was kind of my mentor. And then out of nowhere, this girl grabs herself by the chest, and she's like, he died of a heart attack. And he did. Oh, God. Like, dead serious. (laughs) Were you weirded out? She said, told me so many crazy things. So, like, I wasn't giving her anything either. Like, I was like, um... She's like, there's a, an older figure here that is your grandfather. And I was like, my grandpa's still alive. I don't know what to say to you. She's, and she kept stopping me. She's like, it's your grandpa. He keeps telling me he's your grandpa. So my great-grandpa has passed away, but my grandpa is still alive. Oh. And uh, so I wasn't going to give it to her. Like, if you can't say great-grandpa, like, I'm giving you nothing. Like, yeah. So I, I wanted her to prove that she was the real deal. And as uh, she as, uh, she kept doing it, kept doing it, and as I was walking out, I'm getting to her door. She, When I was younger... My, uh, my, I used to wear baggy pants and my grandpa used to be like, take my money and buy yourself some goddamn suspenders. He's like, you look like an idiot. (laughs) So as I was walking to her door, this little old lady grabbed me and she's like, this older figure still wants me, you to acknowledge that you know who it is. And I was like, I was like, my grandpa's still alive. I don't know what to say to you. And she says, why does he keep showing me suspenders? So it was your great grandfather yeah, she was talking yeah. about. Isn't that weird? I love it. Yeah. See, I truly believe there's people out there that are do have these gifts, um, but I think they're prophets that are using it in a way that they're not supposed to. Be. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Well, what in my experience, we all have that ability. We all have the ability to get in touch with like. Yeah bigger energies than ourselves like everything's energy so i just feel like a lot of people have tuned in they're a lot more clear their pathways way more clearer where we're like we're kind of fogged up with in our little bubbles of course right like our little life bubbles like look at all these homes here there's all these little lives living in these homes you'll never fucking see but you gotta know there's something outside of your life and outside of your life and other ways of thinking and being. So it's, well, it's all just interconnected like How you can look at someone else's life and have so many um, ideas for how they could change something that they're failing on. But that's but not necessarily like they won't do that until they see it themselves. Yeah. But then the other flip side, that's only coming from your perspective. Or, that's what I'm saying. But your, your point of view is going to be different. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because like <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds a little familiar. I I mean, I haven't walked in your shoes. Yeah. But I may have, like, I may be like, hey, like, I feel like if I watched your reel right now of what you're doing, there's solutions that I could say to you that I believe that you should do. Sure. Unless you're ready to hit those or see them yourself, there's no point. Or ask. Yeah. But I'm not going to (laughs) ask. Okay, so what are we asking? Is this new business venture going to be um, successful? Okay, so pick a card. Okay. That's a really intense question. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's going to scare me if it says otherwise. <laughs> I'm probably not going to believe the cards. <laughs> still going to do you it. You'd be like me, hating on the cards. Okay, what do you got? I got the cross. The. It's called the Indian cross. Okay. 
There's actually I don't a, like there, the sounds there, of that. There's a word for that. So the the word is for everyone that has their own separate lives. The understanding that everyone has their own separate lives and has gone through their own past experiences. And it's called Sonder. Sonder. Yeah. Is that oh okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a word for that. Exactly what you said. Sonder. Yeah. Write that shit down. Okay, so the meaning of the card, the the uh, Andean cross represents the cosmology of the shaman. It depicts the four cardinal di- directions, the upper and lower worlds, and the steps to reach these realms. The hole in the center is the gateway to the intermediate. Or wait, intermissional travel and proverbable eye of the needle. We can all go through to experience higher states of awareness and wisdom and to break free of the linear time. There's a lot of big words in that one. Whew. Okay. <laughs> so what it's inviting you yeah. to, the the cross announced the state Oh, the start to a great journey. There we go. Whoa! It's time to raise your gaze from the mundane day-to-day to that which, until now, has seemed beyond your grasp. Allow new wisdom to guide you and stop trying to make sense of it all before you respond with a resounding yes. Wow. So the solution to this, yeah. uh, the time has passed and the window of opportunity is now closed. Okay. Now is not the moment to take that leap you've been over-preparing for. Oh, no. It is best to wait until conditions in heaven lined up again to offer you a more propitious moment. Any bold (laughs) action you take now will require tremendous effort on your part. Just as important as knowing when to act is knowing when to return to your inner stillness and wait for more favorable times. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should not continue on your endeavor. That could mean like the other things that are coming in, Okay, you know, during that time of preparing. But it is also saying like, don't wait, don't over prepare. You know, if things are feeling good, go for it. Yeah, jump in. Do it. But don't be so impatient that you're going to miss the other things because sometimes we go through life and we have this way of doing things and to trying having a trial life on a trial right and it's like it's not working it's not working and if you just give it a a moment like a a little bit longer Mm -hmm. then it's sometimes it's a true testament if it's like really working Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so that's why i say that can go back to so much about like supplements you know people can be like they just want the quick fast fix it's like if you would have just given it one more month, you would have seen the effects of them. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, and like your program, we talked about that with your program, your workout oh, program. I was ready to give up. Yeah, I mean, you'd only been a couple weeks in, and it was like, no, no, no. But it's like, well, you can't. That the fact is, you can't give up on any program. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's typically about a twelve-week trial before yeah. you can just be like, nah, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. The one thing for supplements, though, that I'll say is a lot of people should ask those questions when they're buying supplements. Because at the end of the day, like there's so many supplements that take, like creatine, for example, you're taking it for a month before, before you see an effect. But unless someone has that knowledge, L-carnitine is like three months. So oh. when, you three, when you take L-carnitine, you're waiting three months to hit the saturation point. Three months? That's the reason why on my Instagram I posted that, uh, you see that big needle going on my arm? Yeah. That's L-carnitine. 
Oh, really? Oh, you're injecting L carnitine. Yeah, the reason why I, I thought didn't do it. Yeah, you I didn't were do getting what is that thing when you go somewhere? IV therapy. Yeah. It is. It is. But they'll do L carnitine pushes. The reason why people do that is because to reach the saturation point of L carnitine. Sorry, I'm totally bleeding off topic. We're going no, this is good back. stuff. Uh, I'm when, interested. When uh, when you take an L carnitine orally, it can take about three months before you actually start seeing any effect to get to the saturation point. Uh, what does you, that do for you though? Uh, basically, it helps mobilize. It, has, it does so many things, but it helps mobilize fatty acids to get into the the your mitochondria of the cell to be burnt off. So it's side benefit that it helps with fat loss. It also helps with cellular energy. So it helps become the mitochondria become more efficient. Okay. Um, there's studies in LA actually showing that it can increase lifespan, which is Whoa. pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but when you inject it, the reason why I inject it is because, like I said, I just started really getting into weight training again. So if I was to start taking L-carnitine today, it would take me three months to see the effects. Mm-hmm. If you inject it, um, it, it takes two weeks. How come you can't do that yourself? I, I have no idea. What am I doing? Uh, no, so if you if you would do the injection, like obviously you're not injecting it yourself. You're going to a doctor, a natural what? doctor to get it injected. And then after you reach... Show the, me how. After, I'll do it. After you reach the saturation point, you're maintaining your results through oral supplementation. So, so but you, why can't you inject that yourself? I inject my own B12. I'm sure you will, because it's going straight to your vein. I don't know. I couldn't. I don't, oh. yeah, you're not injecting it into your... your what do like you do with B12? I can do yours if you want. I don't know how that works, but I just... I, got, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Look at all the veins. I see lots of veins in yeah. there. I could definitely hit your vein. I yeah. might miss it, but... I'm terrified. I'm terrified of needles. When I did that, I was so... But I, I know the benefits. At the end of the day, that costed me, like, what, $60? And think about how much L-carnitine costs. If it's each bottle lasts you three weeks and you're paying $24, it starts adding up. So I'm not so waiting how, for So you injected it... Then I'm going to maintain my results to oral supplementation. Oh. Yeah. So, okay, I was confused. But how long like, do you inject it before you can... That can take I, an effect. I started oral supplementation now. Yeah. Um, but like I said, two weeks. Two weeks you'll start getting to the saturation point. Oh. So if you were to do like maximum like two injections, you'd kind of get there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then after that, you just take it orally. Yeah, exactly. I like just, it. It just speeds up the results to get it in your system quicker. Get ready for the open. What else could you inject? A uh, ton of stuff. Glutathione. I love the glutathione. Basically, glutathione is one of the most beneficial compounds. Uh, it's an antioxidant. the strongest antioxidant within your body. Um, it also um, makes L-carnitine more effective. Stimulates a process in our body called ureogenesis, okay. which binds ammonia to carbon dioxide and rids it from our body more effectively. The more glutathione your body has, uh, the better it can actually utilize L-carnitine um, citrulline malate. Do we we recorded this shit? We can just like rewind, pause. (laughs) I get like when I go to Edge and talk to Justin every time. I'm just like, can you talk dumber? Can you talk a little bit dumber than you are right now? And then again, (laughs) but it's pretty dope. I mean, I mean, you just said a lot of big words. Well, generally understanding what you're saying. Yeah, like essentially, um, like a ureogenesis is when you're binding uh, ammonia. So you're taking the ammonia from your muscle, which makes your muscle acidic, and you're ridding it from your body. So we're preventing acidity from happening within our muscles. Okay. That's what causes muscle fatigue. Which is also cancer-causing. Yeah. Well, an acidic body. But you got to remember, weight training is also acidic. Weight training makes your muscle acidic. So right. our bo- it's how our body uh, eliminates that acidity. Mm, so, yeah. Interesting. Damn, so complicated. Complicated but simple. Okay, well, eat your words, buddy. Simple. So... Now, but these are like more things that are, would 
would more suit like an athlete or somebody trying to reach these like no there's some really like when you go into like um like brain health and addiction there's actually a lot of supplements that can help with that as well too um mm-hmm. and the same thing with like the iv therapy the place that i went um they do a lot of they'll take someone on that's suffering from withdrawals from addiction and um try to through um iv therapy uh, give you all the deficiencies or imbalances that you have during that time and they'll take you in they'll feed you for multiple days and they'll just kind of help people wean off their their addictions so right it's kind of unique yeah that is yeah. very unique yeah. and i wouldn't necessarily say like it's just for <coughs> like i last time i was at edge um this is why i wanted to have you on the podcast actually was because i was i was waiting in there and we were talking about supplements and this older woman comes in she had to have been probably in her 80s and she's awesome i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah and you just like I feel like you just make her day, yeah. and you made my day. Cause, like you just help it was helping her out, and I can't even remember what you were getting for her, but it's a couple different just, things. She was just so cute. Yeah, and that's the just, biggest she thing. She was hitting up the subs. Yeah, at the at the end of the day, the goal of our store is to prevent imbalances and treat deficiencies. Uh, after that, I consider every supplement either designer or peak. Once you've reached your peak, we can take it further. Um, but from a basics of understanding where most people's deficiencies lie, it's just addressing addressing that. And I find most stores, like the reason why we aren't a franchise is because I wanted to be able to control what we sell our, our, well, our customers. Yeah. And the problem with a lot of franchise stores is it's sell item A, sell item B, sell item C, and to even make it worse, it's you're gonna getting this much commission for selling item A and getting this much commission for selling item B. So for us, like, I really want to be able to I used sit to work down. in a supplement store. Yeah, it's crazy. I, like, morally, like, by the end, I was like, ah, yeah. I can't well, do this does, anymore. Does it make you, like, at the end of the day, you're in a position where you can feel so good leaving, you can feel so fulfilled by changing someone's life. Sure. Um, but it, it, that typical franchise model completely just destroys that. Yeah. Um, but at, at the end of the day, with the elderly, like, we can start looking at some supplements, like, the one I keep on referencing is Lion's Mane. So Lion's Mane is an, it's an amazing supplement. Okay, wait, what is that? I've heard of I that. I take that so, for my concussion. Yeah, so it's a medicinal oh, mushroom. Wait. That's why I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, it's a medicinal mushroom, but the part for the elderly, like for example, um, there's one uh, older person in our store that takes it that has a problem with her, her uh, nervous system. And uh, to the point where she actually becomes very shaky, can't really hold on to her cups, cutlery, or anything like that. Probably hard for her to eat. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of really good studies on um, uh, not only helping with your nervous system, um, to the point where she doesn't even shake anymore. Oh my um, gosh. But there's actually studies that they've done on rat, rats to be able to, um, you're, are you familiar with dementia at all? Yes. So basically when you someone has dementia, um, amyloid plaque develops within their brain. And think of your newer, tra- or your brain's, uh, as a highway and amyloid plaque is like develop, pouring cement on the highway so you can't drive from point A to point B. Um, in, in rats, they've actually been able to um, uh, reduce amyloid plaque within the brain and they've actually considered it to be translational medicine where they have two patents on the compound now called Aranasis and Harissinones and it's been able to re- reverse the effects of dementia. Huh. That's something that we sell in our store. So when you, like, from an outsider's basic, when you walk in a store, you see sports nutrition, you see proteins, you see pre-workouts, you see creatine, but when you actually look, look a little bit deeper you, deeper, you can see that there's a lot of very beneficial things that, um, yeah, that exist. Yeah, but you're not going to go into a supplement store and very likely get someone like you helping them. Like, no. you're so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I mean, anytime I've but, gone into a supplement store, I'm but not. that's the difference between owner operated stores yeah. and just the, the franchise model the hires people the same age as people that work at McDonald's and just pump them through and try to pump up. Yeah, product. Um, th- there's some models that people get paid commission on how many people they get in and out of the door. And for me, like, I also like a Popeyes. I'm not saying any names. I did it. Yeah. People just don't, I think, have the passion behind it that you have too to actually help people. They more have a business plan. Yeah, and it is a very lucrative business, and that's why you see, like, if you go to BestBuy.com, they sell supplements now. Pardon me. Everyone sells supplements now because it is, it, is, it is a business where uh, you go into Costco, you go into Walmart, you see yeah. supplements on their shelves now, and it's because they see. And the problem is those big back stores are what's going to ruin our industry. Yes. Um, when you look at our store, like I sell a protein in our store, I won't say the specific name, but it is NSF certified. It's uh, New Zealand way. It's an amazing protein. But when you go to Costco, um, the product looks very similar. But it's actually a completely different product with no third-party testing and nothing. It's a cheaper product. So my what, teammate uses that. Yeah. So what happens is that um, these big box businesses try to uh, manipulate their margins to make them bigger. But at the end of the day, we completely disregard um, the reason why we should be in this industry, and it's to help the the individuals or the clients uh, get the products that's necessary for them to reach. Would their you goals. consider it Western medicine? Hmm. Where's that? It's a great line right there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really like that plant protein that you sold me. Yeah, it's amazing, Yes, right? I really like it. The My PPL? kids like it. Yep. Yeah. My kids like it. We like the taste. Yeah, it mixes well. It tastes drink. Yep. It does mix well. It does. Yeah. Yep, totally. Oh, yeah, you're taking it now, too. I've always been taking that one. No, you start taking away again, remember? Oh, yeah, I should not yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, like, just under six minutes left. Um, is there anything that we wanted to like really d- dive on? I don't know. There was going to go further in that IV thing just because I think this is a really Do funny it. story. When I went to get my IV thing and that I've never been contacted by the company or anything, the, I went to their page recently and they put me in their commercial. <gasps> and the only reason that I knew that they do IV therapy for people with addiction is because they put me in their commercial for someone getting IV therapy for addiction. <laughs> Is Are you it? getting loyalties? I'm getting nothing. I just recently saw it. Someone sent it to me. Was it because they like you didn't sign you for your tattoos? No, they were, <laughs> they were filming a commercial there that day. Okay. And I wasn't in the commercial. I was in my own separate spot doing my thing, and they put me in the commercial. They shot me doing my thing, and then put me in their commercial. So is that mean a rumor is gonna go around that you're an addict? Well, I have no idea. Well, I hope that nobody recognizes me from it. But yeah, isn't that hilarious? That is funny. I like that. They should have asked your permission. Yeah, that's true. They should give me some true. money. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I feel like you're a valuable individual. It's just funny that I saw that. I saw that like a couple days ago. You should contact those fuckers and be like, hey, there's my check. I'm you use my it. pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Cool. Uh, Did you have any more questions, John? Um, I think we can just like tell everyone in our, we'll put it in our stage notes more of this information because it's like it was a lot to listen oh to. for sure okay well how about this because i mean there was so much information there i feel like i mean you're doing are you are you taking clients um what like, do you do so basically right now I'm <laughs> i not, mean I'm we not, talk a little bit obviously i'm, I'm not taking clients like at the end of the day i usually have like my hub of people that i'll recommend people to and like a lot of what i referenced or even mentioned today on like um, hormones uh, with females I, like I learned from a lot of people like I surround myself with a lot of very intelligent people within our industry 
and Victoria Felker is one of the smartest people that I've met when it comes to um, um, female hormones mm. and weight training. So like that's definitely someone that I would if someone wants you're always to, giving her hundred percent. So yeah, if so if you if anyone is interested in learning further about um, hormones and weight training, uh, rather you be male For or female. female. Oh okay. She is she, the she's one of the smartest people that I know. She Excellent. she she works with some of the 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 um. Uh, she yeah like one a couple people that I really like look up to in the industry uh, like I love John Meadows' training I love Dr. Serrano he has some of the um, some of the most amazing uh, um, his, I think it's on the Mountain Dog website but some amazing articles on there as well too so there's a lot of really good information um, out there but uh, yeah I can always there's a ton I mean, of they can, they can go to Edge Nutrition in Abbotsford and visit him so yeah. do you oh and for your supplement store do you do online shopping we, so or? that's actually part of what we're working on right now with okay. this different companies so we're changing Perfect. our online store and uh, making it more um, beneficial or lucrative for the trainers rather than just be a generic online store so so uh, where can everybody find you like is there anything online that we can give them let's not do online yet but next not time yet. I come on we'll what about your Instagram stuff. so my Instagram is Justin Foth and our Instagram for Edge Nutrition is Edge Nutrition Abby A-B-B-Y okay yeah okay we'll put that in our show notes awesome and then everybody like can know who you are and then I'm sure if anybody has any questions you're going to be getting them in your DMs I like that yeah. <laughs> I get a lot, tell you the truth. Well, also well, put, yeah. like, a picture of him. because You give handsome. such good information. <laughs> I mean, we're so grateful to have you on the podcast because, I mean, you answered a lot of our questions yeah. and a lot of our yeah. listeners. I feel like we just got started. I, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Maybe that would be good for and they're to not, come back. Yeah. They're stupid thing. I mean, we could always re-record and pick up another time, but... Yeah. Um, you know, an hour is pretty decent. An hour's a long time. It is. Can't I mean, it's already been an hour. Yeah, you can go through a lot. Yeah. I mean, gosh, especially when you get the ball rolling like that. But um, thanks again for coming on. And how's your beer? Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Hi. Well, Ready cheers my there? tea. <laughs> cheers the tea. Yeah, this is a sweet tune. We want to thank Lil Kid for bringing us uh, a beautiful piece. And yeah, we'll see him soon. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for coming onto the podcast. We're so grateful. It is so important for us to move forward to really know who's listening. So in order to do that, we need rate and rate some reviews through our uh, other platforms. What do you got there, Jill? I think the biggest one that they can rate and review us is actually on iTunes right now. Cool. Um, you can go on there, and if you subscribe is the best way to do it um, because then we can get your feedback and your review. Um, the only way people will really be able to find us now actually on iTunes because they actually took away the search function. Yeah, you can't put in keywords or anything like that. No. So. so it'd be hard for people out there to really get to know us unless you go ahead and help us out by rating us, downloading us, giving us a review, and then there's more athletes out there like you or just general public who can, you know, take something from our podcast and the message we're trying to get out there. Totally. So the our most favorite platform right now that we're using is Instagram. So you can find us on box talk podcast 
Uh, we also have a hashtag that we're using right now is Box Talk Podcast, and I totally encourage you to use that and take us in things that inspire you or, you know, want, want us to get to know you. Uh, we like that too. Yeah, totally. Sweet. See you next week. <laughs>